Welcome back to It's Haunted, What Now? I'm your host, Lainey. We're well into the depths of winter now, and what better way to celebrate a time of such constant darkness than by listening to some of the spookiest stories on the internet? Pretty soon, everyone's going to be talking about love and candy hearts and fresh flowers. Blech. But until we get there, why not comfort yourself with the fact that maybe, just maybe, you're not actually alone. No matter how hard you might try, or whether or not you even know it. Okay, ready to get spooked? Our first story comes from Novel Opposite 5890, who recounts a night in their mobile home that took a sinister turn. Imagine waking up to a presence in the dark, only to discover it wasn't who you thought. Hmm, great. We live in a mobile home. It isn't too large, with a simple combined sitting room and kitchen, and bedrooms separated by a door into the hallway. We have two small children, a three-year-old and a three-month-old, so my partner and I are taking turns sleeping on the couch with the baby's cot, while the toddler sleeps with the other person in our bedroom. Last night was my night on duty. Every night when it's my turn, my three-year-old usually comes out to see me. There's nothing unusual about it, except this time around 2.50 a.m., I heard him running out to me, crying, followed by my partner. Or at least, I assumed it was my partner. I couldn't see his features in the dark. I tucked my little boy in beside me and sat up, looking at my partner. I shook my head at him, trying to communicate what I thought about our boy running out, but my partner didn't respond. I sat there for a minute, thinking to myself, why is he just standing there, looking at me? He then stepped back and turned sideways towards the door, bending forward to look inside. What the hell is he doing? I thought to myself. Either come in here or go back to bed. Until the realization hit me. My partner had gone to bed in a black t-shirt. Whoever was standing in front of me was wearing orange. The person in front of me was not my partner. I jumped up immediately to close the door, and when I did, the figure disappeared. When my partner got up from work at 6am, he said that he hadn't even known our son got up in the night. He was still wearing his black t-shirt when he woke up. Living in a mobile home, you hear and feel every footstep anywhere in the house. This is especially true for my partner, who is very heavy-footed. Yet that night, there was nothing. Only the sound of my little boy running out to me. No adult footsteps at all. Let's see what happens tonight. Do you guys ever wake up in the middle of the night and either walk into the kitchen for some water, go to the bathroom, and you're standing in the dark and you think to yourself, what if I turn around and there's someone standing behind me? That's what that story reminds me of. What do you even do when there's an intruder in your house? When there isn't an intruder at all? I don't know what I do, but you better believe I wouldn't be as calm as you're being here. 
You absolutely have to update us if anything else happens in the coming nights. Our next story is from Annie Plant 7947 and they take the fear of, is somebody behind me, to a whole new level. Picture this, making popcorn, FaceTiming, and suddenly hearing your baby screams over the phone. But when you rush downstairs, everything seems calm. It's a story straight out of a horror movie, and you won't believe what happens next. My girlfriend and I were upstairs making popcorn earlier this evening, while our year-old daughter was sleeping downstairs. We're waiting on our replacement baby monitor right now, so currently we're FaceTiming each other while she's sleeping. Our daughter sleeps with a sound system to help her sleep, so usually it's pretty noisy over the FaceTime app. We were making popcorn, chatting with family, and generally just hanging out, when out of nowhere our daughter started crying. The crying turned into pure screams within seconds. My girlfriend and I looked at each other for a split second, but before either of us could react, we heard a woman's voice over the phone talking to our baby. Shh, baby, she crooned. Go to sleep. I immediately booked it downstairs, opening the door to our daughter's room and expecting some lady to be standing over her crib or something. When I walked in, however... Our daughter was fast asleep, out, cold, like she hadn't been awake or screaming or even crying less than a minute before. I searched the entire place looking for someone else inside our house. My girlfriend and I are both sleeping in our daughter's room tonight. I'm not the one who typically believes in ghosts or spirits, but this experience definitely has me second-guessing. What's interesting about this is this is reminiscent of what my daughter Tilly does. Truly, passed out, just asleep in her bed, and then out of nowhere, guttural scream. Or sits up, like I told you last episode, and points to the sky and goes, what's that? You know, the trauma with these things, I totally understand it, especially as it relates to kids. Now, hearing a voice comforting your kid, yes, this has huge have-you-checked-on-the-children energy now, and it's terrifying. So I get that as a parent, like, yes, I would have done the exact same thing, and I would be sleeping in the same room as my child four nights to come. So yes, totally agree. And again, highly recommend just kind of living in your power of owning the space. It's yours, you and your girlfriend's space and your child's space, and just telling them, you're not welcome here. I don't want you here. And maybe asking them to move on peacefully. Now, prepare yourselves for a tale from Ancient Pickle 935, where a figure is seen in bed with someone who should be at work. Is it a ghost, a time slip, or something stranger? My sister and I, both in our mid-twenties, currently live together, along with her two small dogs. I have two cats, and I sleep with my door open so they can come in and out freely. My sister sleeps with her dogs in her room with her door shut. 
When she gets up in the morning, her dogs usually run out and get in my bed with me since I get up later. My boyfriend spends the night most nights and leaves our house around 7.45 a.m. to go to work, where he clocks in at 9 a.m. I sleep with no lights and blackout curtains. My boyfriend does not turn on any lights when he wakes up. He just leaves the room and gets ready elsewhere in the house. This morning, my mom came over while I slept because she and my sister were going to go shopping. My sister's alarm went off, and around 10 a.m., she got up to go to the bathroom. She said she noticed my door was shut, which is unusual. When my sister came out of the bathroom, she could see my door was now open, and her dog was just sitting in my room and staring. This would be the first time in almost three years they haven't just immediately hopped in my bed. She told her dog to either lie down or to come out with her, but her dog didn't move. She came into my room to grab her dog and was startled to see my boyfriend sitting up in the bed next to me, because he's usually gone for work before she gets up. The room was pitch black except for what she described as a light on him, like he had his phone on. She left quickly because she was embarrassed to have come in while my boyfriend was still in bed with me. She said I was there in bed, sleeping on my side. She asked my mom if she had opened my door, but my mom said no. Later, I woke up around 12 p.m. My mom and sister asked why my boyfriend had gone to work later than normal. I never wake up when he leaves, so I said I didn't know, but thought that maybe he'd overslept. I called my boyfriend and asked what time he'd left that morning. Confused, he answered that he'd left the house at 7.45, like normal. My sister did not believe that, so I asked him to send a picture of his clock-in slip. It showed he clocked in at 9 a.m. He should have been at work before my sister even woke up that day. There was no light on in my room. I don't have any lamps next to my bed, and my phone was under my pillow when I woke up. Even if it was the shape of a pillow or something that my sister had seen, we still can't come up with an explanation for the light, let alone why she saw some person in bed with me when I was alone, or how my door opened by itself. Was this a ghost? A time slip? A glitch in the matrix? None of us know. I don't know, but it sure was creepy to read and think about later. Such a strange thing, and honestly, that doesn't feel like a time slip or a glitch. That feels more icky, like a ghost. No offense to the ghost out there. Now, what I wonder is if maybe, again, we just have these entities, you know, just wanting to mess with people and be like, I'm gonna scare you, or, or maybe, as creepy as it sounds, and I really hate going there, so apologies. Maybe... This entity, because I do feel it's a ghost. I don't feel it all time slip glitch. I don't feel any of that. And I can't explain it. So grain of salt, grain of rice, whatever. What I feel sometimes happens when ghosts kind of start to come around is that they engage in behavior that they either wish they could have engaged in, maybe with a partner, or that they did engage in when they had a partner. You know, just simple things like sitting in bed maybe considering an attachment thing, but again, calm down, calm down, it's okay. Stand in your power, you own the space, it's yours, tell it to go, and that it's not welcome, especially not welcome in your bed. 
Now, this next story from Blaze is one that has me marking this toy down as a banned from my house forever and ever type of toy. You'll see why. This past Friday, my boyfriend and his son received a gift. It was a pair of walkie-talkies, one red and one black. After toying with them for a bit, they turned them off and went to go play video games. Suddenly, they heard the black walkie-talkie turn on. On the device, a woman and a man were talking. My boyfriend's son got scared, and so my boyfriend turned the walkie-talkie back off. He thought it was odd because he had definitely turned off the switch originally. I came home last night and he told me the story. I was skeptical because it could have been anything. He placed both walkie-talkies on top of the AC, and shortly after, out of the corner of my eye, I saw the black walkie-talkie fall off. We ended up shrugging it off, figuring it had happened because the AC was on. We went to bed, and I absolutely made sure that the switches were off. Now, flash forward to this morning... My boyfriend went to the store and I stayed behind with the kid playing a few games. Suddenly, we heard the walkie-talkie turn on and the sound of a woman talking. I couldn't really understand what she said because we grabbed the walkie-talkie quickly and turned off the switch. I'm a little creeped out, not sure what to think of it. We do live next to a small cemetery and a church. Should I just continue to pray and just hope it goes away? You know, pray, sage, do everything you need to do, and throw those walkie-talkies away. That's it. No more of those silly little things in our house ever again. Now, although I could rationally chalk it up to frequencies, because in my past experience as a kid messing around with walkie-talkies, or CB radio in my instance, in particular in the story I'm about to share, my biological father had a CB radio in his car or truck that I messed around with, and it immediately reminded me of, like, cross-frequencies, right? Like, you could just be on a different frequency, unless it's one of those toy walkie-talkies that doesn't have really those types of frequencies, then that's scary. So let's... I need to know what kind of walkie-talkies you have. I was really going to try and calm you down and just say, like, yeah, radio frequencies. I mean, it still could be, you know, but who knows? So not much help on this one, other than throw the walkie-talkies away and ban them from your house forever. (laughs) And finally, Joss Ronson from New England shares experiences with doppelgangers. Are there shapeshifters in our midst, assuming the forms of loved ones? I mean, at this point, probably. My three plus experiences with doppelgangers. Have you ever heard of shapeshifters? I was in Boston recently and I swear, I saw my brother and his wife walking downtown in front of the high rise where my brother works. I called him and he told me they were both at home. Around 20 minutes later, I was nearly in a horrible three-way accident with each vehicle speeding up to 60 miles per hour. By some miracle, none of us made contact with each other. I was dumbfounded. 
to make things even weirder, on the way back from Boston, I saw someone standing with their foot on the left side guardrail, like they were about to climb over onto the highway. Their appearance made them look like they were, well, an actual zombie. Not in the way of a disheveled man, but like a movie zombie, with a purpled and almost demonic face. I only saw him for a split second, but I had to wonder, had I seen the entity that had been pretending to be my brother, outside of that high-rise? In my hometown, my brother and I have doppelgangers that have been spotted all around town. Someone said they saw someone who looked identical to my brother, but that the doppelganger, if that's what it was, had dead soulless eyes. Another time, someone at Dunkin' Donuts once told me that I had just been there a few moments before with my same hat on and my exact type of car. I hadn't been there yet that day. Do shapeshifters exist? And are there ones out there pretending to be me and my brother? I don't know what this could mean. I mean, Joss, I don't know what this could mean either. I've had zero experience with doppelgangers. I've heard about them several times in various wonderful paranormal podcasts that I've listened to over the years. And for the most part, most of the stories I've heard have not been nefarious, I want to say. Maybe I'm misremembering. I don't know. But doppelgangers to me, I thought, were supposed to just be like, you know, random twins running out over there. But maybe they're more sinister than we make them out to be. Who knows? I can't explain this. I don't have an answer for this, but I would love if anybody else out there does. Please write into the show so we can let Joss know if this is something he can combat. I have no idea how to work with uh, doppelgangers here. And also, interesting that they are interested in going to Duncan. You know, kudos to them. Well, that does it for this episode. If you'd like to submit your own personal spooky tale to be read on the show, head to hauntedpod.com and click on the link to submit your story. You can also email me, hauntedpod at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast player of choice. It really does help. You can find us on Twitter, for now, at podcast underscore haunted, Instagram at it's haunted what now, or at hauntedpod.com. Production assistance by Jesse Hawk, writing assistance by Meg Williams. The official composer and audio smith for the show is Neeks at We Talk of Dreams. Check him out on Twitter at WeTalkOfDreams or WeTalkOfDreams.com. Until next time. Did you hear that?